This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Um, This week was horrendous. I literally told myself to have a good week and turn around and did the complete opposite. Like it was it was hectic. Um, It's difficult. Because outwardly, like. My my emotions are tamed. Like I'm able to control, you know, the out. I'm able to control how my emotions appear outwardly. Um, I'm able to to respond in calm and calm ways. But on the inside, like I'm in shambles. Like I'd be trying to. Because it's not about faking it. It's more so about. Being respect, being respectful of other people's emotions, especially when you are uh, in a mental space that sometimes is not conducive. So, in in it's not up to other people to understand. So, I really try to um, be tamed, but this week. This week has been extremely rough, and I don't think I've ever felt this bad uh, mentally or physically, which was quite scary for me because I'm used to understanding what depression and, and like because I like I I re- well I can't say research because I'm not a scientist but. Once I found out that I was clinically depressed, I started reading up on it and trying to um, trying to make myself aware of everything possible that I can about it so that I can be able to maneuver through it. And typically I'm able to kind of feel when um, those moments are coming and I'm kind of able to break it down uh, within myself and um, ride it out. Right. This week. Everything was creating chaos in me mentally, like everything. Like, I don't I don't know what was going on. I have never felt like that. And I was just bummed out because I didn't know what to do. Like, I mean, I was dizzy seeing having double vision, just extremely emotional, extremely moody, just uncontrollably sad. Like. I was confused. Um. And it made for a difficult week. I ended up uh, checking out of my group chat. And you guys know, like the group chat is, that's my thing. You know what I mean? That's my adult interaction. Like it fits, it fits what I need in regards to adult communication. But I don't have to, like, I don't have to talk if I don't want to talk. Um, I don't have to see people in person. Nobody is popping up at my my house. Like that's my safe space. But I had to check out of there because, again, um, I'm very big on 
protecting my energy and not saying anybody did anything wrong. But like I said before, I understand people are not going to understand my particular thing. It's frustrating because in my group chat, um, just like with everything else, I go out of my way to understand people's triggers. And I try not to um, bring those topics up, especially if there's no education in it or um, there's nothing to gain from it knowledge wise. And sometimes. I, other people don't move like me. And they don't have they don't have that understanding and care. And I'm not saying care with 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 the because uh, nothing was done out of malice. And I don't want to make it sound like something was done out of malice. It's just the fact that sometimes people don't think and they don't understand. And that's you know, my group chat is my safe space and it wasn't safe for me. Um so in in the moment, nothing big happened. Like if I like, I'm not gonna say it, y'all know, because that's my that's my family, and it ain't I don't it ain't about the drama. But um, no argument happened. It was just uh, it was something was in there that shouldn't have been in there, in my opinion, and it it made me feel like I wasn't safe in that space for this time frame of what I'm going through mentally, and I dipped out. So I haven't been in there. Um, I don't know what's going on and I'm fine with that right now Um, because it's about me getting my mind right. I got my medicine the other day. I do feel somewhat better after taking my meds. So that's a positive thing. But this week, it's it's been a struggle after struggle. Um, work has been very, very chaotic. I, I told you guys, I mean, it's the end of the year, but they're getting out of control with the, if you, if you don't do this, then you're going to get put on corrective action. Like it's, it's really weird right now. Uh, so that's creating more frustration and don't nobody have time for that. Like this is already a difficult, a difficult month for me. So I'm very on edge in regards to being disrespected and or talked to a certain kind of way because like for me when it comes to work I don't care what you say to me like it's, this is your money this is your processes procedures whatever but the moment you the moment you step out of talking to me as an employee and I feel like you're overstepping the the boundaries and you're disrespecting me that's a whole different situation and I feel like they're getting close to to doing that. And so I just mind my business like, like don't because I'll respond. I'm not one of those people who just sit. But it's getting absolutely um, insane. Just I hate the end of the year at this job. It really makes me like really it, it frustrates me. Um, and along, like I said, along with everything else going on is. It's not conducive. Um, anyhow, I said to you guys last week the difficulty of trying to process through the sadness and then the happiness and then the the super sadness and then the sad the the happiness of Christmas or whatever. I really think that I really thought that this year would be a little bit easier. I don't know why I thought that. Like, I don't 
I don't know anybody who has a true time frame of um, of how long the pain is going to be so intense. But I don't know why I thought it would be better this year. Like it's it's actually worse. Like it's actually really worse uh, this holiday season. And I wasn't expecting that. Like I, I don't I don't wake up intending on being uh, moody or grouchy or emotional in regards to uh, Kennedy. I, it, it just hits. And so like. It was it, like Nick Cannon. We all know who Nick Cannon is. Uh, his baby passed away, and that's all I saw all day, right? Well, let me not say all day because I saw it, I understood it, and then I muted it on all of my socials because. Not because I didn't care, because I didn't realize that it was going to be that high of a trigger. And I don't know Nick Cannon personally. There's nothing I could offer him in 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 condolences or, or anything. Um, I, I in my mind, I because I know how that feel. We are now connected, and I I, I send my. I send send my love and and, and positive energy. Um, I'm still fresh, so I don't know how long it's going to take, but everybody saw this Nick Cannon. And so we avoided it. Well, I personally avoided it um, because it, 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 it shifted my mood. And it's like it, it's a it created an extra frustration because people keep saying, and again, y'all know it's not a religious podcast, it's not a political podcast. This is me and my thoughts, and and this is my mental health check. And as much as I want y'all to be real with me, I'm gonna be real with y'all. But people bring God into everything. And then they you know, must have been a reason why your baby passed away. It was like, but when you are taught the Bible and and, and you you listen to the preachers, like the one thing that is constant is that the children are protected. So. How are these babies dying? Like what's going on? Like if children are supposed to be protected, like on a spiritual level, like logically, I understand. I, I understand, you know, I understand both uh, uh, spirituality and science. So I get it. But people, they say that to you. Oh, it must have been a reason, you know, it's in God's hand and stuff like that. And it's like seeing these babies die. And I, I don't know if it's one of those things like. Like when you when you want a particular car, right? Because you 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 ain't seen it. like you really love this car, and you haven't seen it nowhere in your mind, and you don't like you don't know why you like it, but that's your car. But then when you when you purchase that car, that's all you see are those type of cars, and it's like, did I unlock the matrix? Like like I know I know that these babies have been been dying. For some time now, 
but why now is it so prevalent? Like, why is it so potent? Why is that all, like, like, why is every one of them now? Why is it coming across my timeline? Why is it coming across my, um, you know, how you go on to Google and it gives you articles to read? Like, like what's going on? And that tore me up. So now, like, it wasn't about the group chat more so than it was. Every, it was everywhere. And I don't want to see it. Like, I can't like, like I said, this is the worst that I felt. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I'm like, all right, I, this is not the energy that I want to have. This is not the energy that I want to give to people. Something's wrong. I got to go. I'm I got like I tell you guys, isolation for me is very much so important, um, especially as a result to times like this when my mental is being attacked to a level that I've never had. So even doing this podcast right now, it's a big thing. But I told you guys I gotta get up, I gotta do it no matter what. The sixteen nineteen project really lit a fire in me and as long as I can comprehend enough and I'm coherent enough to speak so to to help, I'm gonna do that. But I don't know what it was. It's, it's like this week is I know it's closer to Kennedy's birthday, but I've never felt like this. I've never felt this bad mentally. I never felt this bad um, physically. Like in my vision, like my vision was off. Had like it was so much stuff going on. It was so much stuff going on, and I had to just stop. Like I, I don't, I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to see nothing on a timeline. I don't want to do any of that because right now my mind is not right, and I've conditioned myself to be able to isolate at the drop of a dime to protect myself. Because it's not nobody's responsibility to find my triggers or know my triggers. Um. It's not anybody's responsibility. People who I deal with in real life, like, and then people who I deal with uh, in my group chat, I feel like after some time, it is, it, it's it's your responsibility to kind of, um, how can I say it? Not walk on eggshells, but once you, once you are like family type friends, it's, it's important that you are paying attention to what's going on. I guess I'll say it like that because it's still not your responsibility. It just would be appreciated. Uh, but I'm big on isolating, especially like at the drop of a hat, especially when it results, you know, when it's when it's my momentum. And I did that because I had to. And I don't care how it looks. I had to. Because, again, it goes back to me and how important accountability is. I would hate to say and or do something in the midst of whatever's going on mentally. And then I don't mean it. You see what I'm saying? Like when you're going through when you're going through mental stuff and then you you lose control for a quick second, it's like. Nobody's going to understand if they don't understand that you are going through something, they're definitely not going to understand the the response and or attack, for lack of other words, out of going through the mental stuff. And so for me, I don't have time to understand it. 
I, I mean, I don't have time to, to, to make you understand it. I don't have time to explain it. I want to to be safe. I want to make sure I'm not saying the wrong thing to people. I want to make sure that I'm not saying the wrong thing to myself, thinking the wrong things, you know, dark thoughts, yada, yada, whatever. Make sure that that don't escalate. So for me, I got to go. Shut everything down. No social media, no nothing. Making sure the things that uh, I'm watching on TV, like I watch, I watch reruns for the most part anyways. But when I'm like this, like I, I for sure watch shows that I know word for word as to not be triggered. Because once the like I was watching one of my shows and uh, Chuck, it, it was, it's called Chuck. Um, and Chuck and Sarah, it's an old show. Uh, Chuck and Sarah was breaking up and then I start crying and I'm like, oh, nah, hell to the nah. Like. I know something's wrong. I seen that. I seen them break up 30 times. They at the end of the show, they get back together. Like, what am I crying for? So I knew that something was wrong. I knew that like, all right, I got to, I got to relax. I got to, I got to clear my mind. I got to fight through this because this, this, this round of this depressive attack is, is, is winning. I've said from jump, uh, some days you win, some days you lose, but you got to keep fighting. And this is one of those things that I had to put my back against the wall. And, and currently my put like my back's against the wall fighting this thing. Cause I don't like, I'm like, I'm trying to, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, I don't know where, that level of anxiety, that level of moodiness, that level of like, I don't know where that junk came from and I didn't like it. And not not because not only because it was affecting my day, like my head was spinning all day, but. Because I always say I'm not at the level of chemical imbalance that I can't control it. And that's me speaking that into existence that I never reached that point of schizophrenia. I never reached that point of bipolar. Like, uh, like that's me just having faith that my chemical imbalance will never be that. This week, I felt that. I felt different. I felt outside of who I normally am. I felt like it... I don't know. That made for a hard week mentally. And when I say like in shambles, I mean sincerely in shambles. And I never want to, I never want to feel like that again. Like, I don't know what I have to do. Um, I don't know what I have to do. I don't know if it's what I'm eating, what I'm not eating. If it's more exercise too. like, I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm gonna get it right. Or I'm going to get it to the point to be able to never feel that again. Um, I always say that I'm trying to speak into existence that I'll be able to get get rid of this. I'll be able to be on the other side and be peaceful and, and not have these struggles anymore. 
But until then, I got to keep I got to keep fighting. Um, That's why it's important that you have people who who understand in real life what you're going through, who understand that a lot of it is things that you can't control. Um, A lot of it is things that you're able to to analyze and and know that it's no good for you. Um, That's why I say it's important to have somebody to talk to. Like it's important to when you're having conversations, when you're going through this stuff, that it's somebody who's either going through it with you and a little bit stronger than you or somebody who has made it through the phase that you you are currently going through. And that's why I always offer my DMs, because it's not about me talking to you guys and trying to be your teacher without um, being willing to learn. And so I say Poetic Properties on Twitter, Poetic Properties Podcast on IG. Uh, leave a comment under the videos. Uh, if you want me to get back to you, leave your, your email address or something that, I, that I'm able to contact you. Because it's important to have people who understand. Like a lot and a lot don't. They, they think that, you know, you're just being sad. They think that you're just... Um, you think that you can control it. They're not they're not really aware that this is not something that you can control. It's not something that you can just get over. I don't care how strong you think you are when you are when you are at the point of where I am and medicine is involved. It's more than just being sad. Like if I if I if, if I could control like you, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Uh, I I would trust me because I don't wish this on anybody um, at any state of their life because this is crazy to to not be able to be who you are and to have to fight so hard to to get through the depressive moments and and then you have to fight so hard to to calm the anxiety and for me you know having both of those being at completely different sides of the spectrum it's it's very difficult because either I'm stressing about what's coming or uh, depressed about what a, what has passed. And I can't live like that. And that's why I continuously try to fight, continuously try to um, to have these sessions with you guys, but more so for myself as well, so that I can get it out of my mind. I can keep going and I can keep pressing and pay attention to what's happening to me. And like, this is, this is essentially, these sessions are essentially a log book. And one day I'm going to be able to look back and I'll be teaching uh, from the other side of this. And I'll be able to look back and see the, the growth, see the, the, uh, continuous fight in me to make sure that I never quit, that I that I kept going, and I was always vulnerable and open to people who join these sessions, so that we can all get better, and hopefully I can be an example of just freeing yourself from it, just being able to um, understand, like, all right, cool, it is what it is, the diagnosis is what it is, the feeling, the emotions is what it is. I just have to get through it now. I have to find a way to fight. And that's what I'm doing. It's important. It's it's important for me to like I've been soul searching for some time now. I've been soul searching for some time now. 
And what I'm learning is the moment you feel like uh, the moment you feel like you're at peace, you, you're close to that, that feeling and that thought of peace, it escapes you. And I'm learning that that's the level up, right? You endure so much, you have to go through so much, and you finally, it's like, all right, I finally found the recipe to get to this point. And you start, you 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 get everything in line. Um, like I said, for me, it's accountability. Uh, it's about peace. It's about respect. Once you get all that stuff in line with yourself, once you strip yourself down and you start understanding that for yourself, it's like, all right, bet you here now. You feel that? You still have more to go. And then boom, more chaos, more confusion. Like it's just it's a level up. And as frustrating as that revelation was to me, I'm like, man, I, like it's true. And I start thinking, like, do I want to get to this level of peace with a you know, clear mind, clear heart? And just stay there or do I want to learn more? Do I want to be better? You know, because life is 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 a uh, life is constantly changing and people like you, you, you are growing as a person. You're learning different things. I'm not perfect in no way, shape or fashion. Um, I am. I am striving for a closer level of perfection uh, because perfection doesn't exist. But in striving for that. I am becoming better by the day. I am understanding that there is no in, in, in until until I face the the only promise of life, which is death. There is nothing but growth. I can stay stagnant and 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 lose my mind and uh, just succumb to everything that's happening, or I can keep fighting, or I could. I, when I have the, the uh, depressive, uh, when I have those dark moments and stuff, I can sit down and let it get me or I can put my back against the wall and fight. Uh, I, when that level of peace comes and uh, I finally get that rest, it's about taking all that in, making sure I remember those lessons, making sure I remember the tribulations that it took to get to a level of peace. So I don't let those same things block me from the level that I'm going to. Like it's imperative that when you are going through this stuff, whether it's mental, whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, you're taking mental note. All right, this would happen in this situation or this would happen in this type of situation. So for me, I'm not going to put myself in that again. This person showed me who they this person showed me who they were because this is constant behavior. I know that that behavior affects me. I can't deal with you no more. This person did this. It seems like it was a mistake. I'm gonna give them a uh, I'm gonna give them an opportunity to to show me if that was a mistake or not a mistake, and then I'm gonna move accordingly. You have to be able to think about that stuff. And I know when dealing with mental stuff, you're already paranoid. You're already scared. You're already like confused about so much. And that's why for me, when I get to a certain level, I pull back, I isolate so I can analyze. I can't do it in in the midst of it. 
Like I can't like it, it's 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 almost like you're getting jumped and you're just it's it's six people punching you in the face and you just like all right in my mind if I could just see where I'm at if I could just catch my stance if I could just uh, uh, square up correctly I might be able to handle this but you can't even think about which one to do first because you're constantly getting punched in the face constantly getting punched in the head constantly getting kicked con- like you you so you're you're you can't think straight. I know I talk about isolation a lot. That's why. Because you got to be able to think straight. You got to be able to say, okay, I know that thought right there. I know that's crazy. I know that it's coming out of my mind, but I know that that's not me. I know that that's not my get down. I know that I'm upset. I know that I'm hurt, but I'm not at this level of upset and hurt to where I'm going to attack people verbally, physically, mentally. I got to pull back. Accountability is big to me. But while uh, accountability is big to me, it's also a thorn in my side because it makes me face the things that are making me feel this way. Like I really have to evaluate myself deep. I, I really like I have to sit down. I really have to. Strip everything down, all the uh, complex, the poet, father. I got to strip all of that down and become Kevin. And I have to I have to analyze who Kevin is. And sometimes it's difficult. To get to that point of accountability, to get to the point to where I can safely isolate, to get to the point to where. I can move properly as a person, as a parent, as a friend, as whoever. Because you got to it hurts because in the evaluation, you have to cut some people off. You have to distance yourself for some people because. They should understand at this point. Because you're being clear and you're being open. And you're being honest. So it's not that they don't understand, it's that they don't want to understand what you are saying because in their mind, they believe something different for for you. And that's fine if they believe something different for you, but that's not the case. You know you better than yourself. You have to. So, and that, that, that stretch of just learning the basics of accountability about yourself, it's going to hurt. I'm telling you, because in that you're going to realize what you've done and how you've moved. And then you're going to realize how people have treated you, how they have moved, the things that they have said, the things that they have done. And you're going to realize, wow, like you've really been allowing this, not even realizing that this was this was the thing that was causing the pain, this was a thing that was causing the frustration. I was talking to uh, to my family, I think it was yesterday, and it was either yesterday or before, and we were just talking about how, like I, I, I tell them, forgiveness is allotted for mistakes, Period. Once you're at, at once you're consistently doing something and you know that you're doing it 
and a forgiveness. Not not for me in this household. Because you're not learning. You're not learning. Um as a as the friend that I am, I've dealt with a with a lot of people who feel comfortable with me or are comfortable enough with me to tell me about their relationships. And I would listen and I would get frustrated because in my mind, why are you allowing somebody to treat you like this without a consequence? And by consequence, I don't mean violence. I don't mean, you know, being negative, but the consequence of losing you. I said before, my responses are catered to if I want you in my life still or if I'm willing to give give up the the time that we've spent building whatever type of relationship that we have. I understand that you you get into it with your friends, you get into it with your partner, you get into it with with your parents and and stuff like that. And a lot of times you just on raw emotion. I'm going to say what I want to say and I'm going to say, you know, I don't care what the outcome is, but reality is for me and everything that I do in accepting friends and cutting friends out of my life or cutting people out of my life, I want to be sure. So I make sure that when I am hurt or bothered, my responses are the necessary amount of you, you going to understand that I'm mad, but also I know that once this calms down, we're going to be good. That if that's hard to get to that, that, that point of accountability is really, really hard to get to because you love people so much and in your mind, one day they're going to understand, but you don't realize they're never going to understand that it hurts. They're never going to understand that it frustrates you. They're never going to understand that what they are doing is affecting you in a negative way because every single time you tell them it hurts, but then you allow them back into your space without consequence. For me, I can't do that. I had to learn that through accountability that I have to hold like I'm not accountable for what you do to me, but I am accountable for how I how I respond to you. And if I let you back in my life and though it is a frustrating and and hurtful task, it is what it is. It is what it is. You have to be able to to do that for yourself. If if you matter to yourself and and your your peace of mind matters to you, you have to be able to get away from those type of things. You have to be able to stand on that. You have to no matter listen, trust me. I've had to 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 it is what it is a lot. To the point to where I'm fully isolated at this point. Like I don't, uh, I'm going through too much that people don't care to understand. And uh, the advice given is, is, is from their space and not a space of somebody who struggles with depression. Like who I was and who I am is different. Like, so those things that normally would get me going and, and, and those things that would help me out mentally, like those, it, is is not the same no more. 
And that's frustrating to know within myself. But if I know that and I'm saying, y'all tried that, uh, I, I've, I've done that and it's not working. And yet, not like the advice isn't changing, the, the uh, compassion or the empathy isn't changing. And it's just like, all right, bet. Because I don't want, I don't, I don't, it's frustrating within myself trying to understand it, let alone try to explain it to someone who doesn't get it. Accountability is a thorn in my side. I'm trying, like, I hate it. I see why people just be doing hood rat shit with their friends. I, I'm like being honest. Because that evaluation of, like, it, it's not even the, the evaluation of you is, is simple compared to, dang, I got to stop talking to you. I really loved you. But I see that you're going to continue to do this because there's no consequence. You get to hurt me and beat up on me and do what you want to do and then tell me um, I don't understand. And, you know, just listen to this or, well, what I feel. what And it's like this is not a situation where your feelings uh, count. And it's hard. And you got to be able to stick to it. And I'm not going to lie, like the first the first month, first two, especially if it's someone that you for real, for real uh, fuck with, that first month or two is going to be difficult. But then you get used to it. Whatever. Like, I can honestly say this is not like I used to be. A, I ain't, oh, man, fuck that. I ain't mad. I'm not this. I'm not that. I used to be that guy. Whole while hurt, bothered, broken down in shambles. But then I don't want to do that no more. I wanted to be able to say I didn't care in peace. I wanted to be like it is what it is and mean that it is what it is. Um, and mean that it is. This is freaking me out. All right. There we go. Um, and, and mean it is what it is because. It's difficult to have so much anger. To have so much emo, so much emotion and like. I remember, you know, the older people used to be like, you sitting here with an attitude, that person uh, enjoying their life. They ain't a bit more thinking about you than a man on the moon. And I didn't understand it as a child. I didn't understand it as a teenager. I understand it now. People will do whatever they're going to do because they think it's right. They think that they think what they are doing is right. They think what they are saying to you, the vice that they they think that it's right. And even when you tell them, hey, that doesn't fit. Like I'm, I'm very big on if I'm if I'm advising you of anything, and you're like, man, I tried that, it didn't work. I'm very big on like, wait, like, I got to figure out how to give you advice for your situation. I always say, in my experience, this is what happened. Um, But for what you're going through, I think you should try this. I never say, you need to do this. Boom, 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 boom. It's going to work 100% because nothing's going to work 100%. But I've evaluated myself enough to understand you you can't just tell people to feel a certain way because you want them to feel a certain way. 
you have to let them know, look, I was going through that same thing in my experience. This is what this is how I got there. This is what was happening while I was going through it. This is how I got it to stop. I don't know if that's going to work for you. I don't know what your family dynamic is. I don't know what who, what your normal temperament is of how you defend yourself. I don't know how you how you uh, respond to people. I don't know that. But this is the things that I did. So whatever you can take from that and apply it to how you get through, then go ahead. I never just be I, I really I find it weird when people just tell you. Without understanding. Where you're coming from. It's difficult. It's heartbreaking. Um, But at the end of everything of you searching and breaking yourself down to be accountable is going to change how you operate and it's going to help with your self-reflection. It's not for the faint of heart. Like if you if you want if you don't want to be stressed if you don't want to like have to deal with real feelings go ahead and keep on doing hood rat shit with your friends because when you once you truly break yourself down to accountability it becomes a different ball game it becomes a different headspace how you deal with yourself how you deal with your family work relationships i'm trying to tell you it is a thorn in the side when you start really wanting to be accountable for your actions and accountable for protecting your peace genuinely. I'm just, it is what it is. Uh, I'm learning that no matter, no matter how much knowledge I have, um, no, no matter how much knowledge that I have, the voyage of life that I am on it's never going to be smooth. It's it's never going to be smooth. It's chaotic. It's going to create chaos. It's going to be some peaceful days. It's going to be some ups and downs. It's going to be some turnarounds. But it's not going to be smooth. And I'm aware of that now. Because as you grow up, it's like if you do this, you stay on the right track, everything is going to go smooth. Everything is going to go. Everything is going to be cool. You're not taught about obstacles as it results to life. You, yeah, you do obstacles in PE or whatever, or you do uh, uh, sca- not, I don't even. That's not even the same thing. Obstacle courses when you play sports or act, so one of the activities at school. Yeah, you you do that and you you know what it is. But as it results to life, no one's like fam. This right here, how you got to jump over this to get to that, how you think this door is open, it's not. And you got to go through the, all the way to the other side, to the other door uh, to see if that one's open. No one tells you about that in real life. And you got to just deal with it. And I understand that now. Like, it's going to be a lot of smooth days of my voyage of life. But it's going to be a lot of rough ones. It's going to be a lot of storms. It's going to be a lot of headache. It's going to be a lot of tornadoes. It's going to be a lot of uh, uh, high waves and tsunamis. And it's going to be a lot of that. And it's going to be up to me to to weather that storm and figure out what's what. 
I don't care if I'm the most accountable, positive, clear headed person in the world. The, the journey is going to get chaotic. And I'm going to have to be able to to deal with that. I'm going to be able I'm going to have to be able to to have those or to get through those bad days like I get through the good days. That's why I say during those good days, you got to see you got to really take note. Like, what, what did I really feel like? Like, why do I why was I going through this or why? Why did I feel this urge to do that? So when that next storm comes. It'll be easier to get through because those those things that that affected you last storm, you've corrected. That last storm, you didn't have enough weight on it. That last storm, you didn't have enough light. That last storm, you didn't have enough armor. All right, bet. Level up. So now the thing that affected you last, the 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 chaos that affected you last storm don't mean nothing now. Because you finally got your armor up. You finally got the, the right light. You finally got the right um, the right shields. So none of that matters. None of it, none of it matters. So understanding that, yo, this journey, it, it, I can't control it. I get I I get to walk through and I get to get to choose left or right when those choices come. That's it. And either that particular choice is going to be the right choice and it's going to be smooth or it's going to genuinely be the wrong choice and it's going to be chaotic and until I shift back to what the uh, right choice is. But you don't learn that without going through it. And you don't sustain the knowledge of it until you're able to to hold yourself accountable. Like I'm human. So, of course, younger accountability is not a thing and people have to tell you, oh, well, this, that and the other. Now I'm I'm way I'm, I'm way more advanced when it comes to accountability. I will check myself before anybody else needs to. I say that all the time. Like. Because this this voyage is so chaotic, because it's so up and down, I don't have time to be playing games with people. I have time to be playing games and or like I don't have the time to be going through weird situations with people. I got to be sure what I'm going through. I got to be like there has to be an understanding that this is what it is. I can't keep I, I can't do that. I don't have the time for that. My health, my mental, just my time in general is valuable. Like, I don't have time to be playing with y'all. I don't have time for a bunch of explanations. Like I said, uh, forgiveness is allotted for mistakes. Or you did something cool. I don't I don't know if that's how you normally move. I don't know if you was under stress. I don't know what happened. I don't know why you did said. Uh, said that to me, but all right, cool. We'll figure it out. But after that, I don't have time to play with you. Like once you show, I don't, I don't know. I don't have time. I don't have time to to do that because you're not learning. Sometimes you got to lose. You got to lose something for good to learn. Forgiveness is is cool, but forgiveness don't it don't a lot learning. It just says, "Hey, 
I'm gonna be I'm 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 gonna be emotional about this for a little bit, but then I, when you say sorry, and then when time passes, I'm not gonna think about it. No, I'm gonna think about it because I took note of how I how I felt, when I felt it, why I felt it, how many times that I felt it until I got strong enough to say, all right, I'm never dealing with this shit again. And we have to be able to do that. We have to like, I'm not telling you to to move how I move, but for my sake, I have to cut people off. I have to, and let me not say cut people off because that uh indic or that that how can I say? Cutting people off sounds bad. It sounds like I'm some type of um evil villain. I remove myself. I remove myself because I'm not giving you time to hurt me again. I'm not giving you time to create confusion. I'm not giving you time to make me feel bad for my decision of um of not dealing with certain people and dealing with certain things. I don't I'm not I'm, I'm moving. I don't have time for that. I I just don't. My my mental is the most important thing to me. My mental is the most important thing to me because I have kids. They're not. They're still kids. They're not. They're like they still need me. So I need to be the best for them. Period. I need to be the best for I need to be the best for myself and then the best for them. I don't the rest of the world. I don't you not my responsibility. I want the best for all of my friends. I want the best for people who I deal with. But my responsibility is to my kids. So I don't have time to be playing with people uh, in regards to my mental in regards to to my emotions in regards to who I am. I have to be able to say this hurts and you don't understand for whatever reason. But I do. And I got to get away from you. I said, I think uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday, emotional attachment will have you holding on to things that uh, that do not belong to you. Be okay with being okay. And what I mean by that is stop forcing people to need and or want you by default. Stop allowing yourself to be abused. And then you offer forgiveness like you are the abuser. Be okay with. All right. Cool. I don't want to be with you. Anymore. All right. Cool. Because when you when, when you have a high level accountability, you know, you didn't do nothing. You know, this is a this is a, a plea for attention. This is something to make you feel bad. This is something because they've done something and they don't want you. They don't they don't want you to leave them. So, you know, they're trying to create a scene and, and wanting you to be like, oh, no, we, no, we can talk about it. No, 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 no. All right. Keep saying what you're saying. Go ahead. You hate me. Yep, I know. I did it. I know. I know. And then remove yourself. 
Because that's what people do without a consequence. But we, we as empaths, we as, as loving people, we hold on to this stuff. We hold on to that. Oh my God. Like we're, we're such good friends. Oh my God. And so we overlook the things that are really hurting us and we replace them with the positive things only. I don't want to lose this person because I don't want to be alone. I don't want to lose this person because everybody's going to say that's your family and family stood together no matter what. I don't want to do this, you know, because my kids are going to get mad. Man, fuck all that. I am okay with being okay. Again, I say this. Uh, I say this again. I, uh, uh, I heard 50 Cent say in an interview. I don't want no problem with nobody. But if you want a problem, no problem. If you want a problem, no problem. Because I'm okay with being okay. I don't, all right, you don't need me. You don't want me. Cool. I don't need or want myself half the time. So who am I to think that you're going to like, no, I'm okay. Because when you are not okay is when you 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 stay in abusive relationships. When you're not okay, you you stay in difficult relationships that you know that's over. You holding on you holding on to memories that you like you're never gonna get that person again. It goes back to what I said about being in relationships where uh it's a need. I don't deal with people that 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 uh there's a need. Because if if there is a need when that need is fulfilled and if I'm solely based on the need um, that you're going to fulfill, then that's going to be over in no time. I'm not wasting my time with that. I'm not. I'm not holding on to no emotions that don't belong to me. You can be mad all you want to. You could be hurt all you want. I, like that's on you. You have to figure out how to evaluate yourself enough to explain in a way um, that's not going to create conflict that you hurt. Because if I'm hurt, I'm going to tell you I'm hurt because this is what you did. This is what you said. This is how you this is how you acted. And I didn't do anything. I'm typically a person of forgiveness. I'm typically like especially if we're in a relationship, you can do whatever to me. I don't know why I've, I've always been like that. But then I came to a point to where it's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with that. No, you no. You see what I'm doing trying to to make us work. You see the 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 struggle that I go through um to get to get to what I need to do and you disrespect me and you think and, and you think that you're gonna you you're gonna turn it around on me that I'm not gonna realize that you are disrespecting me? Nah. It took me a while to get there. It took me a while because I like I, I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I don't talk about things on this podcast that I not that I haven't experienced before going through now or gotten over. And I used to be that person that you can be so mean to me in a relationship. But because I love you, I choose to I choose to love you. I'm not going to get away from you. It takes so much. It takes you to do so much to me and, and, and show so much uh, disrespect and lack of compassion for me to for me to just be like, all right, well, it is what it is. 
So I'm telling you the importance of not holding on to to things that don't belong to you emotionally. I'm not telling you to be rude or mean to your partner, to your kids, to your family. I'm not telling you none of that. I'm telling you that you have to be so in tune with yourself that you understand when when the emotions belong to you. I'm very much logical in a lot of ways that I move. People will have conversations with me and I'm not emotional about it because they, those emotions don't belong to me. That's how you feel in that situation. And all right, cool. So I'm not letting you put your emotions on me. That's how I ended up where I'm at now. I really feel like if I wasn't such an empath and and I wasn't allowing people to or and I mean, when I say allowing people because I don't want to make it seem like I'm some type of mentor guru, but just listening to everybody's pain and trauma and stuff like that. Like before it was it, it was all right. Because I was able to hear it and all right, boom, this is this is what I did to get through it. But then it starts sinking in as a part of me because so now I'm losing my day trying to figure out your solution, um, trying to figure out a solution to 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 help you get through it just for you to do the opposite of the thing that I said do. And I'm not an authority figure of your life, but I can't I I can't play with people because you're wasting my time. If I take the time to to analyze and kind of figure out like, um, you know, this is what I went through. This is how I had to do it. Yada, yada, whatever. You know, uh, this is what worked for me. Um, So you might want to kind of look into that and then you do the complete opposite. It's like, man. And I've dealt with that over like years of friendships with people. I don't know why my nose start running. I've done that with years of, of of friendships with people where I've been through that exact thing. I've been through that exact thing. And I'm telling you, listen, that's going to keep going on because there's no consequence. And then not only do do does that statement get ignored months later, same same conversation. And it's like, I don't have time for that. So now I'm to the point to where I don't really even give advice to people like this. This this podcast is, is what it is. This is this is the, the free game that I'm giving out on here. So whatever gems you catch, keep them. Because it's it's difficult to be one on one with people and 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 try to help and they don't they don't really want to be helped. They want you to coddle and 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 just be an ear for them to be able to keep doing the reckless things that they want to do. But because I'm an empath, I can't do that. Those emotions don't belong to me. So if you're not going to listen to the solution or uh, a possible solution that I could help you with. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not I'm not doing it. Like it it, it doesn't make no it, it, it doesn't make sense. We have this tendency to think and believe that we have to be wanted. We have this thing to where it's like we have to be needed for what? Who are you? 
who are you? Why do you have this uh, this inherent need to be wanted or or needed? Who are you? You don't even know yourself. Why would I want you? Why would anybody want you if you don't want you? Again, that came in self-reflection. Like, I got to want me more than anybody wants me. I have to learn me more than anybody else wants to learn me. I'm like, I'm telling you, accountability is the, the best and worst thing that like has come to me. Besides the value of time. I know it's important for us to be held accountable and stuff like that. But think about it. When we're talking about held accountable, it's held accountable when you've done something wrong. It's never you need to figure out you. You need to figure out your mental, your physical, your spiritual. And you need to be able to carry that with you so that you are not accepting emotional baggage that doesn't belong to you. It's okay to be empathetic. It's okay to to hurt for somebody. Like I tell people all the time when people pass away, I'm hurting for the person that has to deal with the life without their loved one. I'm used to death already. Like for me, the the the. The situation that I'm in with my oldest daughter, it ain't like my pain ain't for me. My pain is because she got brothers over here that that love her and miss her dearly. My pain from from losing Kennedy, it ain't for me. It's because my sons don't have their baby sister. It's because my daughter like won't get the experience of. Having her baby sister. It's because my baby mom got to live with the fact that. Her baby passed. It ain't for me. I hurt for the people who have to 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 endure the pain, the the, the thought I, I can fight for myself. I hurt and I'm bothered for my own reasons, but the the I, I, it's more so for for the people who have to live without. But that comes with the accountability that comes with the understanding that comes with the 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 chaos that comes with the peace that's within that I have to understand. I cannot take in everybody's emotions. I have to I have to let that go. It don't belong to me. So I'm able to look at stuff logically. I'm able to I know a lot of times I come off as I don't care or I come off as it, it, it seems like um monotone or whatever, but it's more so I understand what you are going through, but I can't hold on to that. So I'm going to explain to you the reality of, uh, if I, especially if I've already been through it, the, the, uh, reality of the journey that you're about to go through to have to get through that said thing. Um, We have a tendency to we have a tendency to to believe we are needed unnecessarily. And we have to get out of that. If people are abusing you, if people are disrespecting you, um, if you're in a bad family situation, if you're in a bad relationship situation, you have to 
stop thinking about the other person. Um, I remember, I remember hearing like back, like when I was uh, younger, oh, you got to stay for the kids, um, you know, so they could be this or they could be that or yada, yada, whatever. And I've, I've always made up in my mind, I'm never staying for the kids, fucking kids. Uh, because then kids are going to grow up and and leave regardless. And no matter if it's a two parent household, one parent household, like they're going to get up and leave. And when I say that, trust me, I take care of my kids. So I don't want like, don't clip this and be like, he's so disrespectful to kids. No, I love my kids. But as a result to bad relationships, I'm not staying in a relationship with you. Get your ass away from me. I'm not about to argue with you. Like, no. Like, we're not we're, we're not going to play this game. Um, but we tend to find things like that to 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 make us stay in, in difficult relationships. We tend to um, forgive a lot easier in those type of situations. And I don't care what type of situation it is. If my peace is, is altered to a point to where now I have to move different, I don't care if it's kids, dogs, elephants, puppets, Pokemon. I don't care how good the vagina is. I don't care how good the others. Like, I got to get away from you. That's my that 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 is my goal to make sure uh, while everybody is on their accountability journey, they understand that. Quit holding on to the past. We're holding on to them past emotions that, that, oh, I was so in love with you. Oh, you're such a good kid. Oh, you quit holding on to that. Life is forever changing and you have to be able to to deal with people who deal with you with respect. I'm not saying you're not going to have a spat. I'm not saying you're not going to have an argument, whatever. But when it comes to certain things, you are being completely disrespected and you don't even realize it. So it's important for you to be accountable for yourself, for you to control your emotions so that you can see when people are are trying to manipulate you into inheriting their emotional baggage. And you have to be able to let that go and, and be okay with the outcome. Because a lot of times what happens when you finally stand up for yourself is that uh, you either get bombarded with you ain't shit and I didn't like you anyway and blah 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 or uh you get dirt thrown on your name well this did he did this she said that yada yada whatever and it's just simply because you won't let people beat up on you no more so they so they're the last ditch effort is for them to to put mud on your name and be okay with that be okay with that like there's nothing on earth that I feel like anybody could say to me or about me that's going to shake me because I know who I am. I was at every altercation. I was uh, uh, in every argument with you. I was in every good part with you. Uh, I was in every sex session with you. Like there's nothing that anybody could say because I was there. And because I'm at the point now to where I'm not giving I'm not holding on to your emotional baggage. I'm not emotionally attached to the point to where I, I, I'm i blinded by whatever the good is. And that's with anybody. And I'm glad that I got there because it helps me maneuver through life now when I'm dealing with anything. I don't, I, I don't 
Like even when I'm talking to the kids and they going through it, I'm like, I don't, what is the problem? I don't want the story. I don't I don't need the story because the story is not going to benefit me. What's going to benefit me is, is is understanding how we got to this, why we got in and in, in. not even how we got to this. The, the benefit is I'm here for the solution. Period. I'm here for the I'm so sorry, like. It's early in the morning and I haven't eaten anything. So if y'all could hear that, I do apologize. Um, but I need the problem. I don't I don't need the rest of that shit. I need like what is the problem? Like when you like when you come to me, like I just because I need you to know if I can help you. I don't want to hear the story if I can't help you. That's just how I am. Like if 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 the problem is something that I can help you with, all right. Now tell me how you got there. If it's not, if I can, because I don't want you to waste your time. Because I'm not wasting my time. Hey, do you know about this or that? Yes. All right. Cool. This is what I'm going through. No. All right. Cool. Don't worry about it then. Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hanging on to stuff that don't belong to me, and I'm not giving nobody nothing that don't belong to them. It's a it's a two way situation. Like it's a two way situation for whatever reason. And, and this, it just sucks. It really does. It sucks that we get to. We get so used to to chaos. We get so used to chaos that like we don't even register it as being wrong. We go through something and then when when when. We when we break up, when we settle down, when we get away from and, and we get away from this thing and we don't realize we've registered this chaos as good. This is why we keep taking people back. This is why we keep on forgiving people who we know are not going to change because that void is so heavy from that chaos. It's like, dang, like I need that. And it's like, no, you registering that completely wrong. Completely. It's just it 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 is what it is. I think a lot of people's problems would would go down if they just understood themselves better and and understood how the once are understood how the moment you are um, aware of who you really are. And you can sit yourself down and, and point out your faults and your flaws and, and, and everything and hold on to that so that you can continue to work on it. The moment you're able to do that, the moment life becomes clearer, but more difficult because now you have to now you start understanding that don't belong to me. That don't belong to me like like for me, I, I say all the time how I'm helping raise my goddaughters. I love them babies. I love them babies. They mean so much to me, but those are not my kids. So I have to understand that the arrangement that is currently in place won't be in place for the rest of their life. So I have to reconcile my emotions because it's going to create a void because I'm so used to them being here. But those are not my kids. 
So when the arrangement is over, yeah, oh, man, I can't believe the girls are not here. But those ain't my kids. I'm amidst them, but they're not my kids. I can't hold on to that. I can't hold on to the fact that they're not here. I can't hold on like they they've been here for over over a year at this point. Almost a year. And a, no. One, two. Yeah, it's been a year and a half. But they're not my kids. And I know that the arrangement is going to going to end um, at some point. And I have to reconcile my emotions behind that because it is what it is. I can't hold on to that because that is going to add to dang. I had a situation with uh, uh, with my oldest daughter. Then, you know, my my youngest daughter passed away. Now my goddaughters are getting taken away from me and I'm emotionally attached to them, but it doesn't belong to me. They are not my kids. And even though I'll do whatever I can to make sure that they grow up and have a loving, caring life, I know the arrangement is not going to be what it is forever. And I have to be OK with that. I have to be OK with that. I, I tell you all often I cry and I smile a lot. I cry some more. And I smile some more. My baby left me the biggest lesson I could ever learn in the time I needed it most. Which is to appreciate time and to not hold on to emotional baggage that does not belong to me. I am killing myself trying to to be a savior to everyone who comes to me and wants to, you know, and wants me to be their ear and whole oh, while wow, they're going to go back to that situation. They they just need somebody to No, I can't do that no more. That don't belong to me. That don't belong to me. I got one I got one good advice session for you and if you don't if you don't take anything from it cuz I don't I I don't take 100% advice from anybody. I try to apply it to to me. If you, but if I tell you something and and you don't do it. I'm I'm not wasting my time with you. I'm not wasting my time. My baby left me the gift of time and I have to use it wisely. I have to. In my accountability, I, I remove myself from a lot of spaces, a lot of spaces. And from that, I've gained a lot of peace. I realize that I don't have drama in my life. Because I don't deal with I don't deal with a lot of people. Literally, like I, I was sitting there and I'm just like. I'm not a like my chaos when I say chaos, it's kids running around yelling, arguing and stuff like that. That's my chaos. Them doing kid stuff. But outside of of that, I don't have drama until I'm drawn in to somebody else's issues. And then uh, I start caring and I want them safe and I want I don't want them to be hurt. But then they don't want to leave that situation. So why am I even giving my emotions to that? Why am I holding on to emotional baggage that don't belong to me? I'm sitting here sad and trying to think of ways to break you free and to, to get you to understand and hold while you're still kicking, holding hands, tongue kissing, uh, chilling with doing whatever with the person you told me that is hurting you for what? Got to let it go. It is what it is. I don't care how you feel about that. And you have to be put yourself in a position not to care, not from malice and not from hate, but like, all right, I don't. 
All right, that's you. I've tried to assist you. It didn't work. That's you. So it's like, I don't, I don't talk to the same people I was talking to last year. I don't interact with the same people that I, that, um, that I did last year. And my mind is so much clearer. Initially, the void hits because you're used to your suit, used to certain things during certain times of the day. Um, you used to certain posts. You used to seeing certain people say this or say that. You used to this responses. Yeah, initially it's a void, but then you start realizing like like what's more important, your peace or being in a mix of stuff. Like I really was bugging. Like yo, I don't have no type of drama, and I'm gonna knock on wood that none comes. But I don't have no type of drama. Ain't no arguing about nothing. Ain't no fighting. Ain't nobody popping up at my house. Ain't I don't have none of that. Until I let people involve me in whatever's going on. And then I get riled up and I get ready for war. And, and I'm ready to fight on your behalf just for you to be like, nah. So I have to weigh the options. I have to weigh, so I have to weigh the options. And... I have to ask myself, do I want to keep allowing myself to be in harm's way? Or do I want to say it is what it is and keep it pushing? Because if I'm a go for you, I'm a go. And I'm I'm talking full-fledged. I'm talking full-fledged. I'm going to go ham, egg, and cheese. If I'm going to go for you. But if I go and then you end up back in the same thing, what did I, for what? Why I did that? Why did I risk everything for you just for you to say, nah, I'm good? Nah, never mind. That's a slap in the face. So I analyze when people tell me stuff. I make sure that this is the help that they want. I make sure that when you come to me, you're aware of the type of help you're going to get. I laugh often because as I was growing up and things would be happening, um, my mom would be like, yo, don't tell weather. That's that's my family nickname. Um, because he going he gonna to be bucking. Because for my family, everything, is, I don't care if I'm fighting with my family. I don't care if I'm arguing with my family. I don't care what the situation is. I don't know anything else, but all right, let's fight. As a result to somebody messing with my family. And so my mom would always, oh, no, I don't, you know, I was going to tell you, but I know how you are. Or it'll be like, you did the mom tell you what happened? Like, nah, when when this happened? Like, oh, it was like three months ago. Because it doesn't it, it, it doesn't matter. I'm a, I'm I'm going. That's how I am. That's how I am. Like once I'm a go for you, I'm a, I'm a go. But I need but 
I need to know that you're going to go with me. I need to know that this is the type of help that you want. I need to know that this is the type of understanding that you have, because, again, I can't hold on to emotional baggage that don't belong to me, especially when I'm here to take I'm here to take the bags out the door. But you don't want to leave. So. It is what it is. Like. I'm. I'm. <sighs> my ex was my best friend, right? And we were perfect for each other, just met in the wrong time. Um, it took me two years. It took me two years after we broke up to, to realize that it wasn't happening. Cause we, we remained friends somehow. Like I don't want to tell her business, but I was distraught. And I really felt like I could not move on without her, like to the point to where um, like I would be asleep and I would like in my sleep, I would be reaching for her. And I said this on, on one of the other podcasts, but never, never in depth. But I used to reach for her like the whole two years. And nothing mattered that we went through nothing like I was so confused, like, why am I reaching for this woman? I know in my right mind that she's not here. And I had to understand that I had to reconcile that. Because that was the that was the good part. And I'm missing the good part. I'm missing the cuddles. I'm missing the conversation. And so. Subconsciously, I'm reaching for to the point to where I had to end up sleeping. I slept on a, a whole California king size bed. I slept on my couch for two years so that my body could realize that I was alone. So that, like, if I if subconsciously I wasn't gonna start reaching for her on the couch, if I reach for her, I'm gonna fall off the couch and then boom, it's only gonna take a few times for me to fall off that couch for my mind to reconcile. She ain't here. I was I was holding on to emotional baggage that didn't belong to me. That shit was over. That shit was out the door. Should have been let go. But I was holding on to it with the thought that two years. This is this is how close they her and I her and I was, um, like to the point to where when I'm going through certain things, especially like with my mental. Uh, I really be missing her as my friend because even though romantically we, it was just, it was so much, so much immaturity, so much trust issues, so much um, just disrespect. It was so much of that. But one thing that was very clear in our friendship is we didn't, um, we didn't take each other's mental lightly. 
And because of that, I think that's why I couldn't I couldn't get through that two years because I'm going through something. And the person like like the person who normally helps me, the normal the person who, who normally centers me, I no longer have access to. I had to be OK with that. As difficult as it was to get through that two years of just crying, of just I can't believe this, of hoping that, you know, things would calm down and we would have a conversation and get back together or at least, you know, be able to be friends um, because the the part of our relationship where we where we cared for each other's mental created a void and at first I was willing to like, I'm not going to hold you. I was willing to do whatever just to have connection because I knew she was the only one. Like when I get mad, uh, when I get extremely mad, super sad, like for a long time, I just will want her not even on no romantic stuff. Just cause I know, I know, like I know the vibe that she gives me when I'm going through those type of things, but I had to let that go. I had to say it is what it is. There's like, we're not friends. We have no connection. I have to, I had to understand that. Um, but that I'm saying that to, 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 to reiterate the void that comes and the, the analysis that you must do to say, is the void worth me really trying to go out of my way to get this woman back or at least try to be friends and call and email and, and find her socials and do like that. Like, and I'm not that type of person at all. Or is this void strong enough for me to understand? Okay. That the good part that you are searching for, I get it, but does it outweigh the chaos that was the relationship? And I had to say, it is what it is. Because even though she was that one person that helped me turn my darkness into light, we did have conflicts that also turned that light into dark. And for me, I'm all about my peace. I don't want to sit here and and not take uh, accountability for my actions, but. I'm very serious about my peace and I don't know what outweighs the other. The void almost had me looking for her and trying to find like where you at, yada, yada, whatever. But the accountability was like, this is what you did. This is what she did. This is how it this is how it ended. Is it worth it? And I had to let it go. I had to I had to release myself from that. I had to 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 get to the point of it is what it is. I am okay with you not needing me. I am okay with you not wanting me. I am okay with not being needed or wanted in general. I'm okay with that. Because it's one thing that I know is that my journey is what it's meant to be. And no matter 
what's placed in front of me, I still have to walk down that road. I still have to get over those obstacles. I still have to deal with the twists and the turns. I still have to deal with the storms. I still have to deal with the peace. I still have to deal with the chaos. But it has to do with me. My journey is not your journey. My my road to wherever I'm going uh, don't include you. It, it, it may eventually include uh, someone down the road. But right now, the road that I'm on is dolo. Because it's still things that I have to figure out. I can't hold on to the emotional stuff from other people. I can't keep allowing people into my space that are trying to control the narrative of my emotions and my mental. I can't do it. I have to be okay with being okay with not being wanted and not being needed because those emotions do not belong to me. So I want you guys to remember that no matter the darkness, no matter the trials, tribulations, no matter the obstacles, we have to get to the light. Peace.